How good is having an extra day off a week? I mean, you work hard, you deserve to have that time off to spend with family, relax or get some chores done around the house, whatever you want. It's your day off. It would be good to work a four-day week, wouldn't it? Of course, you'd be wondering who can afford it in this cost-of-living crisis. But what if you were still paid to work a full week? I think you'd probably say yes to that deal. The idea, of course, has been around for a while, and some businesses say it's working for them, including Australia's largest private health insurer. Milos Milisavjevic, she's a Medipank's uh, chief customer officer. Uh, Milos, your company is, I understand, nearly halfway through a six-month trial on a four-day working week. Whose idea was this, employers or employees? Hi, Andy. Great to be with you. Uh, that's right. We're about 10 weeks into uh, a six-month process. Um, and the idea actually came up probably about a year and a half ago. We set our vision to create the best health and well-being for Australia in the healthiest workplace. And when we started to ask our team on what would make the healthiest workplace and give you more joy in your work, uh, the majority of the responses had some version of more time. Um, and then we looked at how to create that, how to empower teams to have more time. And the road started leading more and more to four-day week. Um, and in the process, we uh, engaged 4,000 of our people to start experimenting for how they could free up time and do work differently. And four-day week built a lot of momentum in those early phases, one of the big experiments we wanted to run and try to make it work at Medibank. You call it an experiment, and obviously, uh, no doubt, you've had some measures to try and maintain the level of productivity that you previously enjoyed under uh, five-day working weeks. What were some of the learning curves here? Yeah, so it's still uh, early on, as I mentioned, 10, 10 weeks in, um, and we've got 250 of our people across the organisation participating. The uh, One of the early learning curves and advice we got from working with four-day week Global and Macquarie University is to engage the teams to actually design how their work should happen. This isn't uh, an army of specialists or leadership making the calls for how work is done and how to free up the day a week. It's the teams themselves being clear on what outcomes and customer outcomes and organizational outcomes their own and then challenging their own work and how things happen to free up the 20% of the time. Um, the other thing is to allow iteration. And, you know, as we said, there's a big experimental trial, which is the four-day week. But the teams need to uh, experiment with different things to free up time while still getting their work done and getting the same productivity. The, the principle is the 180-100. So it's 100% of the output for 80% of the time for 80% of the pay. Um, and each team has a different set of demands. They have a different set of skills and capabilities. And the four-day week looks different in each team. And so they need to have that flexibility. Um, and then we've partnered with, um, as I mentioned, four-day week Global Macquarie so we can learn from the work they've done so that we skip ahead um, using some of the lessons other organizations have tried and where things have worked and they haven't worked. Um, and then empowerment with the team together with those components has worked well so far. Early days, but the momentum's really encouraging. It's almost like there's a triangle here in terms of parties, uh, stakeholders to the trials of four-day weeks. Of course, it's the uh, employer, it's the employees, but also the customers. Uh, what kinds of metrics have you got in place to measure the outcomes uh, so that you, you, you can ensure that the customer experience isn't compromised by working a few days? Yeah, absolutely. So each of the teams is going through a process to define their output and outcome metrics for customers and the organization. 
Uh, some of the teams are directly serving customers. Other teams are supporting uh, those teams that are serving customers, like our product teams or um, uh, talent management and acquisition teams. So each of them has worked to define what their outcomes are um, and then what some of the related quality SLA productivity indicators and metrics are, and those then form the baseline for the work they do. And so there'll be a range of customer metrics, business metric, and health metrics for the team. And then we track those. So some of them we track uh, on a fortnightly or monthly pulse survey. Others we're doing larger um, tests or um, uh, data gathering exercises with Macquarie Uni to make sure we get a good baseline of how things are progressing. It's 12 past four. Milos Milisavjevic is here. We're talking uh, about uh, Medibank's experience uh, experiment really in the four-day working week and what sorts of uh, lessons can be learnt for other kinds of uh, workplaces. So let's talk about some of the roadblocks you've run into uh, because I think that's instructive for other businesses or small, medium or large uh, enterprises thinking about this. You said consultation was a big one. What are the other roadblocks along the way that you've been able to overcome? Yeah, so there were a couple early on. We got some advice from our um, partners. One was to make sure that the teams are ready and willing to take this on. It was all an opt-in. Uh, it's not the sort of uh, experiment and, and pilot you impose on teams because it does require a lot of effort to change the work, free up the time while still keeping those customer and, and business and health metrics uh, on top. Um, and so we actually opened it up to the whole organization to look for volunteers who wanted to be part of the four-day week experiment. Luckily, uh, we had more uh, more volunteers than uh, we needed, so that was a good sign. Um, the uh, other area is to make sure that teams don't have too many dependencies. So what sometimes happens is you pick an experiment to do with a team, but 80% of their work happens with other teams outside of their core group. So when we kicked this off, we looked at really end-to-end teams uh, that can do 80% of their work within that team or the relevant mm. cross-functional group that comes together. Because the, the biggest obvious frustration is when you get an out-of-office out of office reply with someone that you're waiting on an answer for. So I can see the completion of projects within the team uh, kind of doesn't spill over to other teams. Exactly. How, how do you think other organisations view your rep- approach? Because there are some, some that mandate a five-day working week. What would you say to those sorts of employers? I think the, the uh, baseline assumption is twofold. One is different environments and different teams have different needs. And so what works for us may not work for others. And even the way we're exploring four-day week and other experiments is with that full understanding that how we were serving our customers and improving healthcare and health outcomes will look differently even within the organization. And so we don't have a hard and fast view of no office time uh, or 100% office time. We want to make sure we empower our teams to make the choices that work for them for where work should happen to deliver on their outcomes. Um, and then in the spirit of achieving flexibility at Medibank, we've been really flexible and it's been a priority for us for multiple years and this is the next big step. And so flexibility looks differently for different people. When we speak to some of our part-time workers that have family commitments, they want to have the flexibility to work, for example, a longer day one day so they can take the morning off and look after the kids the next day and so on. And so I think my view would be we want to be flexible and empowering the teams to make sure they discover and demonstrate what works for them 
Um, and for us, we don't want to mandate time in the office because it doesn't work for our teams and the nature of the environment we want to build. But I wouldn't obviously criticize other organizations if that's the thing that works for them. Yeah, I think that consultation piece is so important, whether it's politics or in, in, in the workplace. While I've got you, of course, Medibank was subject to a major data breach a couple of years ago. The personal information of 9.7 million current and former customers were stolen. We know it's an ongoing effort to secure your system. So where are you at with that? Are you confident this won't happen again? I think it's a, it's a brave organisation or individual that says uh, it's 100% foolproof, as you know. Um, the threat keeps increasing and all of Australia and the world is subject to an increasing amount of cyber attacks. We have uh, done a lot of work both to support our customers and that remains our number one priority and continue to make sure they feel supported. And we've taken a lot of steps working with a number of leading cyber organisations across the world to make sure that we respond to the imminent uh, threat that we faced uh, last uh, year before last, but also we accelerate a lot of the work we had in place to secure our systems and continue to stay ahead of the, the criminals out there. Milos Milisavjevic uh, is Medibank's Chief Customer Officer. Appreciate your time this afternoon. Good afternoon to you. It's easier than ever to hear your favourite local and national ABC radio stations live and on demand on the ABC Listen app.